so beautiful Elena Brower. I can't even, I can almost not even begin to explain how I feel about this beautiful soul. She's somebody who I have looked towards as a mentor, a role model of somebody who emits grace and wisdom and beauty and essentially somebody that I look to as where I want to go in the future. They're the qualities that I want to emit when I age and as I move through life. So um, this beautiful soul, she's she wears many, many hats and I don't even know how you fit it into your day, Elena, to put on all of these hats and still even have time for a podcast. Um, she's a mama. <laughs> she's a teacher, a yoga teacher, a meditation teacher, and she's been doing that from 99, I believe, 1999. Um, she's also a best-selling author and the host of the Practice You podcast, which is a podcast that I listen to regularly to get inspiration from and education from. Um, I, I could just keep talking and introducing you about all of the things that I love about you and all of the things that I've seen you do and am a part of, like your mentorship and, um, and all of the community stuff. But I would really love for your beautiful voice to speak and for you to just introduce yourself but also tell our audience a little bit more about the Elena right from the beginning so not just the Elena now but where you've come from and and where you've been. Well that's a broad question. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> we've got an hour. <laughs> Go on. Well, I, I think the best place to start is that I am a child of Judy and Arnold, the best humans. Judy passed away in 2016, January, and I miss her very much. I have a younger sister. I have a son by the name of Jonah. And he's almost 15 and he's beautiful and he's almost six feet and he hates it when I talk about how tall he is, but he's super tall. And I love that he's taller than me. Um, yes. I have a partner named James. He's one of the kindest people I've ever met. We've been together almost eight years. I love him very much. Uh, I have a few businesses that I love, love. I make art. I cook as much as I can I'm growing my own food as much as I can what can I say yeah that's kind of that's kind of it for now I think if you want to go into some more detail on certain aspects I'm more than happy to definitely um growing up as a little kid what did you always imagine yourself becoming or growing into and it sounds like you had a really beautiful connection with your mum and yeah my heart goes to you there because I imagine that would have been a very um, challenging transition to have her not with you in the physical world but I'm sure she's with you in everything that you do now. Mm, she is. Uh, for a while I thought I wanted to be a veterinarian same <laughs> truly 
Um, but I don't, it's funny. I don't really, I, I then wanted to be a fashion designer. I wanted to make clothing. I studied that all through college, that in art history. Um, you know, it's interesting. I don't, I don't really have a memory of wanting to do anything other than what I'm doing now, which is just helping people yeah, uh, and making art. Yeah. And when did yoga essentially find you? At what time in your life did that become apparent that you were meant to be teaching and sharing that wisdom along with all of the other stuff that you do as well? Um. It was 1998. I was living in Italy at the time, working for a company called Joan and David Designing Clothing and assisting my boss who spoke no Italian with sort of liaising with all of the Italian folks. She was great. We had so much fun. Mm -hmm. Um, But I came home and took a class at a gym, a yoga class. And that was the beginning of Um, I met a teacher who, with whom I ended up taking a teacher training. And then one thing led to another yoga was not popular at the time. My mother was not happy, Mm. Um, but I really loved it. And I felt it very clearly in my body that it was something that I wanted to do. Yeah. That's how it started. Wow. Who was that teacher? Cindy Lee. She ended up opening Ohm Yoga Studio right after that on 14th street before 14th street got cleaned up way back late nineties. And then, um, yeah. And and there were no yoga studios in Manhattan. There were like three. Wow. I I can imagine it would have been part of me going against the grain in a lot of areas, particularly at that time. Cause now it's just like people just say they do yoga and it's like, or at least they know about the terminology of it, whether it's them practicing it to what you understand it to be, or them, you know, going to studios or doing that physical aspect. And I'd love to know what your um, idea of what yoga was at that time to now, how it's transitioned to where you are today. Hmm. You know, I don't, I don't really recall what I thought of it at the time it was just something that resonated so deeply in my body that I knew I wanted to do it yes so was it now I know that it's the healer of all things and uh my boyfriend and I do yoga at the end of the day a little yin yoga at the end of the day almost every day now and he wakes up and stretches every single morning does yoga gave him a Mm. little routine I wake up and sometimes I do yoga and sometimes I work out with weights. Sometimes I go and do hill sprints. Sometimes I do some combination of two of those three things. Mm-hmm. It's so nice to eventually find the balance that works for your body. Cause I know something that I struggled with for a long time um, with where I was at, I was coming into the yoga world from a very physical level and it was trying to understand what my body needed or wanted and um, trying to figure out which one of those was actually like a holistic practice so it's nice to yeah it's nice to just hear that you do a combination of things and other times that we've spoken I love your 
non-judgmental approach to practice as well that it doesn't just have to look a certain way because we can get so caught up in what a label defines yoga as or um, what exercise might look like but um, our bodies are also so incredibly different and um, and that's something that I really love about your practices too is like moving in a way that feels creative like I don't even know how you've managed to make that your thing or if you even know that that's your thing but it's every single time I move in a practice that I do with you on glow or online somewhere it just feels like just your soul coming through in its own creativity but allowing me to do that in my own way as well that's my secret dream is that um my experience of just kind of being very present in my body mm. leads you to the same place you know and it yeah. doesn't have to be a certain way or a certain tradition or a certain style you know it's been such a long time studying and practicing and so many different things have crossed my path and so many things have inspired me so why should I stick with just one right you know way yeah so yeah it's your perception is correct <laughs> let's say I love that who have mm. been your lifelong teachers not just yoga teachers but I'd also love to hear who your mentors have been either that have carried through or that have been um that have come and gone that have really really just stuck in your soul that I guess have shaped um, the person that you are today? All of my art teachers, I would have to say. Yeah. They've all been a really big influence. I had a teacher several uh, in high school and then at Cornell in university. Um, mm. uh, yoga wise, I would say I've had threads of connection to three different teachers over a more than 20 year span whom I've known about and or studied with and been inspired by. Actually, it's a few more than three, but I'll name them anyway. It's um, Roshi Joan Halifax. Yeah. It's Judith Lassiter, Judith Hanson Lassiter. Um, Tias and Surya Little. I took their class at, at my first yoga journal conference way back in the day. Shiva Ray, the same. Sean, also the same. Corn. Yeah. Um, and they've all sort of stuck around in various different ways and, and shades throughout. Even Richard and Mar Richard Freeman and Mary Taylor, too. Mm. You know, those were the people with whom I studied at my very, very first yoga conference. And they've always been in my sphere of influence since. Um, even if I don't study closely with them, but close teachers now, I would, I would call Joan Halifax, Judith Lassiter, Abby Galvin, Naveen Michon, even at a distance now, you know, since COVID, um, Tia Sensoria remain dear, close, and I love taking their classes online. They're so great with mm. prajnayoga.com, P-R-A-J-N-A yoga.com. Yes. Um, Tia's, Tia's has a really cool way of teaching uh, 
a very sort of interoception focused yin humorous <laughs> delicious practice i just love it so much and it it you can smell it in a lot of the classes that i teach at some form you know at some point or another in mm. some form or another yeah i think i have taken one of t or like multiple of ts's classes but I can't remember that if that was on Glow or Yoga International, but it was a, he does definitely bring a different energy. And I love that when you can be in someone's presence like that, much like me being in yours, and it just reminds you that you can, that you also have that quality within you as well. It just reminds you to bring it out in all of the things that you do because essentially teaching is just that reflection of who you are on and off the mat and that's yeah definitely how I see you being I don't see you just saying these pretty words and then being a completely different person it's all interwoven so that's really cool sometimes I'm a completely different person <laughs> depends you know, I'm working all my life on not <laughs> on being one person, but every now and again, it does happen. And I would say, yes, you probably found TS on glow and his classes on glow are, mm. are, you know, even though you're in the glow room and you're, you're not in his uh, home studio, it's still there. The little spark, the little, you know, yeah. humorous, um, dedicated, really devoted student, all of the teachers that I've named remain students even in their mastery and that's why I've chosen them to be in my world yeah I love that a lot and I know that the glow space when I'm on there it's a very and for people listening to this and and are looking for an online platform you can find so many of Elena's classes on there and a multitude of other teachers on glow.com so that's glo.com and I know it's a place that I come back to quite often if, you know, I feel like I need something but I don't quite know where to look because you can, there's so much online these days. There's so much even on YouTube. But what I love about Glow is that it's it's pretty much you can plug into somebody that, like yourself, type in your name and it's like there's so many classes that you can choose from and I just love the the high quality that I get from it every time and you can find something that you need in that moment or even plan out your week or your month with so um yeah it's an I love it mm. um as for practices <clears throat> pardon me I have been thinking about when we were speaking when you just said you know I'm going to do some forest yoga and I just I don't know why that just keeps coming into forest my... yoga. Yeah. You said I'm going to do yoga in or in the woods or something. Yoga. Oh the... yeah. No, yeah. there was a, there was a, there's a lady in Santa Fe who teaches, uh, I think weekly. I don't know. I've only been once, but, um, she teaches a class in the woods wow. and it's super, super sweet beyond yeah. sweet her name is Barbara she's an older lady and it is like honestly one of the nicest experiences I've had in a yoga class pretty much ever yeah because that's what I was <clears throat> I don't know why my throat's gone 
all funny all of a sudden. Um, but yeah, that's what I was going to ask of where is like one of the most incredible places that you've either taught or practiced? Because I know that you would you would be present wherever you are and I'm sure you would take what you need to out of it. But surely there's some places that you've been that have just been absolutely awe inspiring and yeah soul sparking so to speak Mm, I would say the first thing that comes to my mind is actually the the this whole pandemic time being able to do yoga in my own house Mm. and teach from here and you know plug it's a whole tech journey that I've been on (laughs) to um I'm working with Glow. I plug into the router. I link the router all the way from the office to the living room to the camera. Oh I turn the camera on. I feel everybody with me and I live stream once a week. Right now it happens on your Tuesday mornings in the Southern Hemisphere or uh-huh. Monday evening, uh, late day evening. And I, I have to say it's the most beautiful opportunity to reach as many people as possible we usually have anywhere between 80 and I don't know as many as 130 people on there it is such an honor honestly to 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 work in my own house and to be having that sort of a reach from here yeah that's the first thing I thought of and then the second thing I thought of was Bhutan Oh, where, that is a spot that I oh want to go. Oh my God. What a place. <laughs> the hikes every day, the, the most beautiful uh, practice room, mm. just everything so prayerful and reverent. Wow. Really exceptional. Was that a spot that you lived in for a period of time or that you were traveling to for retreat or specific teaching? Um, for training? Uh, no, it was a retreat. I was oh. I was invited to teach a retreat there. That's all. Wow. It's called Shambhala. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. That sounds amazing. And back to your point on teaching out of home, uh, technology is, I think, prior to all of this COVID stuff, a lot of us had perceptions about what, you know, technology brought. And I certainly loved it for certain aspects and definitely didn't think I would have the kind of connection to it that I have today in the way that we're able to, like you said, reach still so many people, but not only just reach them, but feel their presence either when you're teaching or they're turning up. And it's it's incredible to know that they're actually there doing it. So it's it's kind of regardless of teaching in a studio, you know that they're still showing up and they're putting in the work for themselves. And it's such a, um, yeah, such a beautiful gift because where else do you teach? There's glow that you're on at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, that's, that's my primary sort of virtual space. And then every now and again, I have a workshop here and there. I'll nice. do, I do collaborations probably once a month with dear friends like i've collaborated with reggie hubbard tracy stanley erica jago's coming up mark holtzman is coming up um those are things that i would have done in a studio somewhere on this planet Mm. but can't and won't actually i it's not that i can't it's that i won't i want to be home that's all i just want to stay home i've traveled for so long 
Yeah. And it's such a pleasure to just be home, but glow is my main home. And that's where you can find, you know, over a hundred and something classes with me at any given time Yeah, and study with me there. Incredible. Yeah. Moving, moving forward with all of your work. Cause I see it being like, you have so many things that you offer and you're always evolving like I was just watching the Tracy Stanley um, devotion video in the mentorship yesterday Mm. and it's that was just beautiful like being on being in your presence and seeing who you talk to and the kinds of conversations that you have just lights me up and I, I wonder if that's where you see yourself for like the infinite future moving forward I know that things will change and evolve but do you have plans for um, moving your yoga practice or your teachings elsewhere are you quite happy with the setup that you have with your mentorship glow your books your art your your teaching yeah I choose things very carefully I'm really really happy with what I have here I've been with glow for almost 12 years wow we have a beautiful relationship where um, I can really be myself right now. And I don't have to, um, I don't have to go into the studio, at least not for this year. Yeah. And it's a real blessing. It's a real blessing to be able to serve as many people as I do from my house. And in terms of the mentorship, that is basically the best of me. It combines everything mm-hmm. that I know from business to spirit, to parenting, to relating. Um, I feel like that's my best work in there. And that's something that I'm doing. I'm sort of over delivering <laughs> for what it is yeah, uh, and for what it costs, but I really enjoy my time creating for that space. And I, I know that you guys are really having a good time too. So I stick with it. It's an amazing space. And um, if anybody is listening to this and wanting something that does combine just like you just said, it combines the spiritual, the business side, relationship-wise, just understanding a really holistic picture of life without, you know, targeting you into one area. Like you have to be this way. It's like, well, here's a range of practices. Here's a range of information. Here's a range of resources that you have access to. And yeah, I feel like with anything like that, it just feels like a, a deeper sense of community, which is definitely something I value in life. And it's like you said, keeping yourself around people that you choose wisely. So it's like trying to let's just get rid of all the stuff that we don't need or get rid of those external things that aren't really taking us to where we want to go, whether that's people or like food or whatever it might be. And, you know, just being around in a space where people are showing their best self automatically what makes me want to be my best self. And um, yeah, I'm excited to keep diving deeper into it. And you, yeah, you do over deliver in that for the price that it is for sure. I'm like, wow, Mm. girl, thank you. I love it. It's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The thing, the other thing that I just 
absolutely adore about you and I have a yeah I have a question as to whether you'd write your own like not just a journal but like a book because I know that you reference a lot of young Pablo's uh, words and other people's words because I, I know that you also love communication and and you write so eloquently and I wondered if you would ever put together something like Young Pueblo's little books yourself or weave or do you weave that kind of into your journal artwork so it does go into my journal artwork <laughs> but there is a book in the works <clears throat> that I'm self-publishing and it's similar to that in that each thing is like its own little uh, burst of insight yeah but it's going to be very artful and like tactile yes I'm now figuring out who can make this where I create sort of every page is a little journey open an envelope open a flap um you know go finding what it is that I've written something like that yes when mm -hmm. do you even have an end date for that or are you just gonna let it flow and be finished when it's when you feel it's finished um it'll be finished when it's finished simply because yeah. I'm um you know I'm self-publishing so I have yeah all the time in the world yeah so that is super exciting oh I will definitely be adding that to cart if not multiple um <laughs> that's super Sweet. cool that stuff that I love it's like um almost like being on a little easter egg hunt in a book that's so cool yes, yes. <laughs> did you used it. to write to your mum at all uh just from camp we we would write letters a lot yeah yeah amazing so sweet yeah oh wow well I just um I honestly just want to sit and have a cup of tea with you in person and just see how you live and like what does a day in Elena's world look like is that set Monday to Friday with um, Jonah still being at school or is it um, quite various throughout the week I have a pretty serious um, structure I work yeah. out in the mornings um, I meditate first do all this oral care, skin care, gua sha, facial mm. reflexology. I really have a good time in the bathroom in the morning. <laughs> and then uh, work out and then work. Very focused work for at least three to four hours. Yeah. The afternoons are more spacious. There's lunch. I'll make lunch. I'll, you know, do sort of a podcast episode or paint or something like this. I, I just figured out that I have enough podcast episodes through to the end of this year, pretty much. Yes. So I can relax a little bit. On yes. Um, and Jonah's out of school at the moment. It's summertime here, but probably oh, yep. back soon. And then that takes up, you know, a couple of hours of the day back and forth a few times. Yeah. Incredible. What is your latest book that you're reading? Because I know that you're a lover of books and what has been your greatest takeaways from it? If you either want to share a passage from it or even recommend a book for me to pop in my online cart or get the physical. Mm. 
version? Uh, let's see. I would recommend strongly Radiant Rest by Tracy Stanley, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's, that's in the card already. Required reading. <laughs> yeah. yeah, required reading for all humans. Yeah. Um, I'm reading Octavia Butler's Parable of the Sower at the moment. I, I just finished that one. I'm actually going on to read Parable of the Talents. Uh, I don't know if I would recommend it because it's very serious dystopian insanity, but gorgeous. Like, wow, what a book. Um, It's sort of, I don't want to say it's dark. It's actually quite light, full of light, Um, but it has elements of, you know, end of the world, apocalyptic nature to it just something to think about um <clears throat> what a writer though and all about love by bell hooks still love. sitting next to my bed i look at it oh. every every day just a little passage or so yeah what a gift that one is too i love that is that your favorite form of um like I don't even know what the word would be because it's like learning in a way. Do you love the physical aspect in general? Are you someone who like loves podcasts, likes movies, like music, or is it all very mood dependent, scene dependent, (laughs) wherever you're at? Dependent, I would say. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. What? What's a podcast outside of your own incredible podcast that you would, um, that you'd also say is worth a listen or that you often get inspiration from? Sam Lamott, for sure. Sam Lamott is uh, How to Human. Podcast. How to Human. I love that. Yeah, so good. <laughs> Anything that Danny Shapiro does is amazing. Um, I love Add to Cart. Speaking of adding to cart, add to cart with <laughs> Suchin Pak and, and Kulap Vlasak is cool. awesome. Suchin was just on my podcast recently. Oh, wow. I will give that a listen as well. That's awesome. Just incredible. Yeah, those those three are awesome. Yeah, I love that. There's so many great ones. Tim Ferriss. How, oh, Ferriss. yes. Isn't he interesting? He's just done. Um, He's just it, a student. I right. Learn. Yeah absolutely and he's also a he's a great listener and great question asker as well it's not just Mm -hmm. the um yeah it's not just the standard oh how's the weather sort of situation he really gets in deep and um yeah seems to bring out sides of people that in a really incredible way that's educational and I just love the way he speaks as well it's quite it it almost reminds me of what when you speak of T.S. Little, it's like like quirky nature mm. that they bring, but it's still very intellectual and intelligent. And um, mm. yeah, yeah, good yeah. reminder. I haven't listened to him in a while. He's uh, got Ramit Sethi this week, which I can't wait to hear. Nice. On money. Yeah, I'm really excited yeah. about that. Yeah, money in in that area. What has your relationship with money been um, from from starting yoga to now? And like, 
where you're at, has that always, have you always had a healthy relationship with money or has that been a journey in itself along with the rest of life? Well, now I just realized that money is truly energy and it just, yeah. it, um, it's such a, it's such an easy thing to make money your friend. Yeah. It just takes a little time and a lot of belief, practicing believing. Yeah. What I've come to understand is that if I look at money as a vehicle for my own giving, yeah, it will come to me. No problem. Absolutely. I don't when need you, to keep it all. It's the abundance mindset, really, isn't it? When we I don't, don't even like that word. Abundance. I can't, even, I can't even stand that word. <laughs> can't stand it. It's, it's, it's so overused. Yeah. So unfortunate. It's completely overused. Just listen, yeah. make money your friend yeah. and be it as a vehicle for your own giving. Yeah. That's it. The minute you start to get into words like that, it gets lost in the shuffle of all the spiritual bypassing business that's mm, going on. I love that pull up because I think, yeah, that's that's a that's a great learning in itself. Because just hearing that straight out, and it's like even watching that video that you have on um, your business and you know the word network marketing or all of that kind of stuff, and just not seeing these words as dirty or not seeing these words as wrong or bad and it's yeah being straight out and open and honest with it which is I will take that on um wholeheartedly I really really appreciate that mm-hmm. yeah yeah wow what does um what does what's what's the next thing for you? What's do you have like your next launch or will that be your will that be your um your book that is your next launch? Next launch is gonna be actually something I haven't really talked about in a while. Oh. <laughs> is it open to talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, I created I created a beautiful deck that I really wanted to have that I couldn't find. I couldn't buy it just wasn't around yeah and so it's coming in probably in the next couple of weeks I'm going to be uh shipping it myself from my own house I'm already <gasps> filling out the little cards it's Yay. called daily ceremony it's beautiful and I think it should be available for sale probably the first of September of 2021 incredible I've been seeing that first- pop up yeah, I have a first run of uh, 500 decks and they'll all be coming with a little signed card from me. Wow. I, yes, I feel like I'm that person who's like, what are you doing? I just need to be a part of this because I've been seeing your, um, the little daily ceremonies come up and that's been super exciting because, uh, yeah, I would love to hear what your vision with is with with all of it because when I see it I just see like it it emits clarity and grace and wisdom and even just understanding what your interpretations of the word grace is because I just feel like you are it (laughs) that's sweet I have it tattooed on my hand grace um yes the word really it started out as an a for Anthony when Anthony and I got married and then when we got divorced I turned it into grace Wow. Yeah, it's so sweet. Um, 
what can I say? I, I firmly believe that grace has to do with a certain steadiness. Mm. I love that. And that steadiness belies, or actually that steadiness points to uh, a level of self-knowing, self-acceptance, studentship. Mm. I think all of those are factors. It's, um, yeah. That's really quite sweet because I didn't know that you had that tattooed and it's just whenever I yes speak of you or even just think of you it's more than just the word it's like the the essence of the word of grace is like oh that is definitely something that I I try to embody in um my day-to-day life but it's again it's finding people who show you how to do that and yeah I appreciate what you share and what you teach and um, having the access to so much of your work it's just so yeah it's so incredible so thank you for that um most welcome yeah and to wrap this up my girl is there any messages of what you would like, uh, like the, anything that's been coming up for you either in this podcast or that's been a recent message or recurring message that's been coming up for you to share um, that you'd like to share here? Make sure that you are treating yourself with great care and consistency, mm. not bubble bath care. Yeah. But like really paying attention to who you are and how you're being in the world, really paying attention to your output and your input. I mean that energetically as well as financially. Yeah. Really, really, really pay attention to uh, to yourself. And that's yeah. going to make you more and more capable of serving when other people are suffering. I do have a feeling without becoming conspiratorial or in any way um, traumatic, I do have a feeling that we are going to need to band together in very serious ways in the coming months and years. Mm. And the more that we can have a command over ourselves, our states, the easier it will be to serve the people around us. We are going to need to be doing that. Incredible. Yeah, absolutely. And really what a lot of your stuff is, it's like, practice you of like or being you even coming back to that sense of when we're when we're nourishing ourselves and we're sticking with community that is really going to yeah raise the the right frequencies around us and and collectively as well because it's it's so simple just this coming week a lot of people have been coming to me and they've been in a super flat energy and it's just so interesting how easy things can spread but you can think of that in such a a positive way as well like when someone smiles or you know we're all practicing together at a certain time how easily we can shift the energy into a really healing space as well so awesome awesome message and yeah for those listening really take that on board because it's not it's not just an airy fairy light thing to say. It's a, it's 
genuinely feel into where you're putting your time and your energy, see who you're keeping yourself around and um, kind of be really conscious of the world that we're all creating, not just thinking about our own little world. So, um, Mm. yeah, I just so much appreciate you as always for, like I said, your grace, your beauty, and your wisdom they're the three words that always kind of circle around in my head when I when I think of you so thank you for your time and yes yeah yeah and I look forward to just discovering um more in the mentorship and um getting to evolve with you which yeah lights me up inside and out <laughs> mm. thank you so much for having me here Really a pleasure to talk to you. Pleasure to work with you. Pleasure to work more closely with you now. Really sweet. Thank you. You're so welcome. (laughs) Yeah.